Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again guys and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. My name is Thomas and sitting with me as always is my bro and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello everyone, it is he, it is me, it is hi, it is he, Alan from the Brocast. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm going good and we're trying something a little bit different guys. We're actually using the Riverside.fm app. And we've never used it. I saw an ad for it on YouTube the other day, and I thought, you know what? We want to get into more video. Let's jump online, have a bit of research. And so far, it's looking pretty good. So far, so good. We are looking good. I hope everyone's enjoying sort of the visuals lately of the broadcast. Yes, for many, many years, this show was mainly just an audible. Uh, So you had to pretty much use your imagination of what you thought we looked like. Uh, now you can see our faces, now you can see our mugs, and it's right there, and it's right there. What do you think, Tom? I was going to say, and you can be extremely disappointed. <laughs> Pretty much, well, I, I thought about you know, like insulting one another, but I thought, you know, it's, it's early in the show, and feeling pretty good. You know, it's normally towards the, the last hour of the show where I'm like, you know, insulting you and just being a downright dickhole towards you. Well, I will say, we've actually had a number of podcasts actually reach out and say, guys, it's so awesome to see you actually doing YouTube content. And I'm talking about The Shining Wizards, I'm talking about The Tim mm-hmm. King Show, I'm talking mm-hmm. about Universal Wrestling Podcasts, The World Elite Podcast, all saying, that's awesome that you're actually are finally doing you know, audio content and video, because we've listened to you for many years, but now we actually get to see you, and it's great, because it gives me a chance to find another hobby because uh, I love editing, actually audio, and mm-hmm. now I'm actually learning how to do editing with video, which is a whole new thing in regards to that. But how have you been, Al? haven't seen you in some time. I have been traveling well. I've been working non-stop. Um, other than that, the family is doing well. Um, work has been busy for myself. It's going too. Um, 
gaming quite a bit as I do pretty much almost every day. Um, I, I think it's become, you know, people always say, you, you see stuff on the news, it's like, you know, gaming is a new addiction. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it actually, it is. Yeah, I can't help myself. Uh, been playing the sort of the newest season of Fort, and we'll probably discuss that more as we go through the show. Um, also, just getting back into a little bit of uh, uh, Call of Duty, uh, doing Modern Warfare 2. They've actually just recently, this weekend, released a couple of sort of freebie troll maps you can go on. It's like very much like a um, uh, Warzone type of style, but it's you and uh, I think it's like 32 other players on one side, and then 32 players you're playing with, and then one giant map and just absolute chaos just causing chaos as much as you can and it just shows that how much people just love to snipe and as a as a person who has in both games fought and in uh call of duty has a little um uh like uh, what, what do I call myself? Yeah, yeah pretty much. I've titled one of my sniper sort of style uh, titles in the actual code game is Sniping Bitch. And that's why <laughs> I always sort of say when I'm on Call of Duty, I'm hiding in a bush with a sniper. I am a little snipey bitch. So it's your boy. I have noticed you've actually been playing a lot of COD. I noticed it on the uh, PlayStation Online. I'm like, God, he really loves his Modern Warfare 2. And that's probably something I can't get into. I'm not into the, like, the mm. rush, like getting in next minute, just bullets flying everywhere, <laughs> grenades going off. And I know Fortnite can be like that if you just follow everyone and like land in, say, Mega City and just everyone's all guns are blazing. Um, I'm a Ghost Recon guy, mm. which we've touched on. I just will sit back. Mm-hmm throw my drone in the sky and just navigate and go, okay, that guy, yep, there's the machine, yep, there's the main signal, or I'll take that out first. So very strategic. But I do know uh, Fortnite, the new season has dropped. Do you want to have a bit of a chat about yes. that? Do you want to sure, kick us off? no problem. Well, it, it looks like we've picked up, uh, we've gone into a futuristic type of samurai uh, shinobi style on the new map. It's kind of fun to actually do this time it does remind me of one of the most uh older seasons back from maybe 2019 where there was a future season um and i didn't really get much into that at that time it was uh i I think it was another time i think i was back i fell in love with warzone so call of duty warzone i was playing a lot more of that than more than i was playing fort during that season um no more hammers we all have now the tech, the tech sword. Everyone's running around with that son of a gun. So if you're not getting, you know, being mashed with a giant hammer anymore, now welcome the tech sword. Uh, I'm a big fan of that thing myself. Uh, I see it as very much as a toxic weapon to use, especially if you're going up against someone who is like, you can see the frantic in their movement when you come towards somebody with the sword. It is so much fun. What about you, Tom? Well, I'm actually probably the other way. I liked having the hammer. I liked being able Mm. to just smash somebody. And I've Mm -hmm. only started playing it probably the last week. And only till Mm. today got my first victory. So there were so many times I was like top three, top two. And even the other day, I got eliminated at 98. I'm like, oh. Like I've landed and then some dude just SMG'd me. And I'm like... And then not only that, he then emoted. 
Like, I'm already dead, dude. You don't need to emote over... I know I'm dead. Just get out of the game. What was the emote, mind me asking? I think... I don't know what it was. It was just one of the dances. I don't know half the dances. So, I just... I just didn't even look. I just got out. I think it was that one. It was the double one. The the two one. So, if you like that visual there, I might put that as a short. Who knows? Just the little, little, you in the corner up here doing the little Fortnite dance right there. <laughs> but no, I'm enjoying Jeez. it. My son's enjoying it. Uh, he likes the Samurai Sword. He's enjoying the kind of new gameplay. I think he mm-hmm. kind of liked the idea of having like, you know, the Kemikama car and being up high and doing a big shot where this season makes you fight one-on-one close guard combat, which he's still yep. not kind of used to switching out between, you know, an assault rifle to a machine gun. And the biggest thing he doesn't do he doesn't jump while shooting. He just stands stationary and shoots. And I'm like, Jack, you've got to... You're removing your stationary target, mate. Keep moving. They can't hit you if you're standing still, if you're jumping. Which one's jump? And then it gets kicked out. And I'm like, okay, I'll yeah. just walk away because I'm going to get yelled at. And I'll, I don't want to get yelled at today by you. I um, can understand that sometimes because I am one of those players that I will forget. It's like, you need to jump in this game because... Again, if I play Warzone or mm. any of the CODs, if you in that sort of law, if you were to jump, you're known as a wuss. You're a pussy. You're an absolute piece of shit. You do not jump in COD. You take the bullets like the man, and then you respawn and you get back into it yet again. Um, but with COD, it's again they say that. Sorry, with uh, Fortnite, it is a kids game. Where Ford is a, it's an adult game, it's a man's game, it's a big game to put hairs on your chest and your knuckles in your lower testicle region. You're like, okay, all right, no thank you, sir. So, so what was that? So you can't jump in COD is what people say. You, you can jump in COD as much as you want, but if you do jump in the game while you're in a sort of one-to-one battle fight, guns are blazing at each other, you're considered a a different a, a word I'm not going to say on this show. There's a couple of interesting words you can use to describe someone who does that type of stuff. Me personally, uh, I hate jumping while I'm doing it, pretty much any game, but I've got to remember when I'm playing Fort that I need to do that. Mm. Yeah, that's the, and you can also mm. tell people who are playing on PC because they move so quick oh. compared to say a controller, and it's like he's a PC gamer, you know. Damn you. Okay, he, forget it. He's but, using. You know, yeah. I enjoy it. It's good to know that you're enjoying it as well. And I think in other yes. games, what I was getting into recently, I'm waiting for uh, Star Wars to come out. The new, uh, mm-hmm. would you say, Fallen Order video game in that series? Or the that looks interesting. I'm keen to check out that one. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of things in my wish list on, that are actually on sale that I'm thinking about, and I also saw the Robocop game trailer got dropped last week for a first-person Robocop well game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now, there is a YouTube clip out there, guys. Be careful when looking up um, Robocop. Uh, it's that particular scene in the very first one where he shoots the gun through the woman's dress and shoots the guy in the dick. Now, from what I remember, I, I, you won't find this on YouTube. I think you might find it on Daily Motion or Reddit or some website will take you, where it's pretty much the exact same scene, but um, a whole lot of um, criminals, I would say, mm. um, of different statues, you know, just being shot in the penis. But for some reason, their penises are out, and Robocop is like full-blown 
boom, boom, just blowing off the meat of all these men. Um, where was it? I, I, if I find it, you know, I will send it to you. Don't, make sure to delete your history after looking at it and maybe just putting on the socials like this was what Alan was talking about on the broadcast. Viewer discretion is, you know, can be advised. But yeah, it's just when I hear of Robocop, I instantly go back to that scene where um, someone has put, the movie up but they've also put superimposed that particular scene mm. of um robocop just shooting a lot of man meat uh with his gun and they're pretty brutal movies like when you actually think back yeah. like the mid 80s that first one's pretty fucked up like i watched it probably two yeah. months ago like the dude that falls into the toxic waste and then becomes like some mutant and then literally gets hit by a car and blows up and mm-hmm. then there's the scene at the last bit where you see Robocop walking on the water and then all the mechanical stuff falls on the dude. And I'm like, okay, yep, these are pretty extreme movies with people just getting blown up. Even when his hand gets well, blown up get, at the start, when he gets I killed. I was about to say, so when he gets killed, he gets his arm blown off and he gets his legs, um, you know, blown, mm. his kneecaps blown as well too. Mm. Uh, it just instantly just got, God damn. And, and again, it just shows, you know, before comic book movies, this was based on. Was it based on a comic back yeah, in the day? I believe it, so. Yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a comic where they did first, and then next minute they were like, "Let's make a movie." And mm. so um, it was like, you know, before the Spider Mans, before the X Men, before Superman. And, uh, I wasn't going to say Batman because there probably was you know, Michael Keane's Batman was out at that time, maybe uh, maybe much later on, or maybe even earlier. Um, but yeah, it's just like this is a comic book movie, but this is for um, this is for adults. This is not for kids. Oh, it's definitely crazy. Like one of the things I'm hoping, if they're going to do the RoboCop game, maybe they can do a crossover with Terminator, because that's another game I want to buy. That's on my wish list. That's a first-person shooter, and it would mm-hmm. be cool to kind of get a revision crossover because they did it, I think, in the '90s on Super Nintendo, RoboCop versus Terminator, which was just a side-scroller game where you play as Robocop and you just take out T-800. So that'll yep. be cool. Any movies you've seen recently? Um, <laughs> oddly enough, I actually went and chilled out with the missus the other night and we watched uh, Weird, the Weird Air Yankovic story. Now, Daniel Radcliffe um, from Harry Potter fame plays uh, portrays uh, Weird Air Yankovic. Uh, are you are you going to watch this movie? I probably won't watch it. I know of him, but I'm not as big as a fan right. as you are. All right. Well, exactly. Uh, as you probably know, that I am a big fan of Weirdo Yankovic. I've loved his music since a very young age. And um, I'll just say this movie, I, I might just give it an explanation why it's, it, it's just weird. It pretty much starts off where you find he's got his love for the accordion. And that's how you know his style of poker type of music he's done during the you know the eighties, the nineties, and he's still doing it today. Um, so basically, it's him getting the his mother buying him the accordion, and he's actually learning. He's doing it secretly so his father doesn't find out. It's very much got like an eighties vibe, like you know, uh, like uh, I think it's Footloose. Um, you know, no son of mine is going to be learning how to dance. You get the hell out of this house. You know, it's just the father's just angry because he doesn't understand why his son wants to be talented. Um, so basically, he gets older in time. The people that he's living with, his roommates, also are part of his band. And just, you watch the movie progressively, it just goes all together. 
everything goes really well. You know, um, he goes to a record store and he threatens the person that he's not the record store, the record producer, and he threatens them. And they're like, yep, sure. You can have a job. No problems. The Yankovic. And it shows him drinking. It shows him smoking. It shows him getting out on stage, you know, being really violent. And you're just, and uh, I know with a Yankovic story and he's, not a drinker, he's not a smoker, he's a vegan. Uh, there's all these different scenes where he's just been like an absolute pig. Um, and then Madonna actually makes an appearance. Not Madonna of, well, the, the, the woman we knew from the 80s. It's a, a woman portraying her. And she is basically like a Courtney Cox character basically is just taking him over and going, Oh no, no, you should do this in, you know, forget about your band. It should be about us. And, um, pretty much she becomes like the main villain of the movie. And then she gets kidnapped by, um, oh, so I can't remember. I, I should, I should have done also a little bit of research on it, but it's uh, a, a Mexican drug Lord during that time. I think it was, is it Nacho? It's one of those dudes and he, she gets kidnapped purely because he wanted Willa Yankovic to come to his birthday party. So he has, so pretty much he, Al travels over to, um, to Europe after being in a car accident and nearly dying because of his drug overdose and his drinking problem on stage. And then he goes to Cuba chops down a whole bunch of trees and then for some reason he loses his shirt where he's absolutely ripped like no tomorrow and then he's got two guns and he just starts blasting away all these bad guys boom 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 kills all of our nachos men and then basically just, i'm here for the woman and then basically um kills the, the main villain no sorry the, the cuban drug lord and then we find out the whole time that the madonna became the drug lord right there. Later on, Al says, I can't do this. He moves on with his life. And then he moves on with his becoming who he is. Um, he gets called out for using uh, the music of Michael Jackson because we talk about beat it and because um, it's, and um, I'm fat. And basically they've switched it around for this movie, but making you think that uh, Michael Jackson actually copied Al Yankovic the whole time, not the other way around. So it just, it just does not make sense. It is a, it started off so funny. It was like, oh man, this is going to be a fantastic biopic. It's good for a laugh. And then next minute we're going to Cuba and shooting people. And then he dies at the end. He gets up on stage. He holds up his, uh, I think he wins a Grammy. And this is 1989, this is said in, so he's holding up the Grammy. And then a gentleman up the front with a very large gun starts boom, 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 unloading into him and kills him because at that, because he, he was sent by Madonna, who is now a Cuban drug lord. That's the movie I watched. And I was going to say, like, it sounds like it was a biopic, it was promoted as yep. a biopic, and about midway through they thought, you know what, let's make an action-adventure, and let's make it balls-to-the-wall crazy, let's involve drug lords, Grammy Award winnings, and death. While you were speaking, I was looking at who the director was, and his name is Eric mm -hmm. Appel, who I'm not aware of, mm -hmm. but he's actually known for doing uh, The Office, New Girl, mm -hmm. Brooklyn 999, and also Die Hard, which was the Kevin Hart one, I think, that came out on Netflix, I think, a few weeks yes. ago. But also, too, that that was actually his directorial debut, was the Weird Al actual movie. 
it also joined up with Funny and Die. And funny, uh, and yeah, yep. funny, yeah, Funny or Die. And if you know their type of style of comedy, it's basically people who are not no longer working for the SNL in America mm. come over to this place and then start doing little comical things and little joke things like that. Because mm. there are two uh, videos that I fondly remember from Funny or Die. And it's got Will Ferrell and he's talking to his landlord. And you find that the landlord the whole time is a three-year-old girl who's just like beats the shit out of him because he's he's um low on his rent he hasn't paid his rent so this is dear little sweet little girl at the t- end she's like you pay rent you pay now and it's so funny how will's just playing off this character of this much much taller man because he's a mm. giant and there's this little three-year-old girl telling him what to do it's very funny See, that's I don't watch any of that type of stuff. Like, I haven't seen a lot of the improvs that kind of Saturday Night Live. I've never really been into that, you know, growing that's up. But you don't like but, to laugh. Yes, I do. I like I laugh at people falling over on the street. That's that's my main thing. So yeah, you like to watch uh, elderly people get their fingers jammed in doors. No, not jammed in doors. Uh, yeah, falling elevations. mainly falling over. And if they if they don't, I'm have to give them a little, just a little push. But no, 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 don't. Yeah, you're right. And they help him up. You fell over. I don't know who did it. You dumb bitch. <laughs> I, whoa, 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 whoa. I got I don't a little go that banana. Far. Whoops. <laughs> what, just, I just got a pocket full of bananas just randomly throwing them down like Mario Kart, do I? I was going to say that. It's, uh, sure. Well, here's a segue. Are you excited for Mario coming out? Which is what, next... Oh, no, about two weeks, I think, for us in Australia, so... Bring it on. I am, it's one movie I'm looking forward to taking my son to go and see. It's going to be good for a laugh. We are going to, I'm vastly looking uh, looking forward to it because it actually does look like a, a bit of fun. Mm. It, it's not taking itself too serious. Um, it, it, it's taking concepts from all the games. So if, if you're a bit of a Mario nerd and you know your, your lore, you're going to be seeing stuff. And it's going to be one of those movies that it's made by Mario um love you know fond of love mm. oh, oh sorry fond of mario and the love of mario there will be things in the background you'll see that's like oh that's from that game and that mm. links from there and um so yeah it looks looks like fun oh i've seen tons of youtube videos like breaking down each of the trailers what you saw in yes. the background from like galaxy and things like that but i'm keen for mm-hmm. it it's uh actually got bumped up two days early so i think it comes out in australia yes. Most of us here in this country get our films on a Thursday when they come out. I think it's a Wednesday here in Australia, yep. so which is good because the end of our what, working school term finishes up on Thursday for me. So that'll be something my kids are definitely keen to check out. But uh, once again, everybody, thank you for actually hitting play on the Broadcast podcast. This actually marks episode 155. We've delivered close to nearly 100 Wrestling Companions, which is where Alan Alan and I go back and do watch-alongs of wrestling shows, wrestling matches, pay-per-views from ECW, WCW, TNA, NXT, World Wrestling Federation, and now also the WWE. Some AEW content was also dropped recently. Uh, Last weekend, we dropped the Brody Lee versus Cody match. And a week before that, we did another AEW, which was uh, Thunder Rosa takes on Britt Baker. Alan has also said to me off the mic, he wants to turn the show into all AEW. So we're going to turn our, as you've seen with our logo, we're going to be called the TBK AEW pod. Correct, Al? Is that what we, we discussed? 
I don't remember discussing that at all, but um, look, if you want to go down that path and find someone else to record with, then, you know, God bless and good luck because I'll quit the show. I think maybe it was me writing the text to myself with you as the contact. Like I made a name as you and then text myself. So maybe that's what the issue was Mm -hmm. there. So So you're full of shit. Seems like it. Yes, so pretty much. So, yeah, so you're not okay. you're not for that idea, or we're not. Look, I'm for doing a few AEWs. Um, I'll do heck. I'll even do some ROHs if if need be. Um, but if you if you want to make this purely an AEW show, then I'm I'll have to I'll I'll use the door right now. Well, I'm not doing that because I don't want to do it by myself. I've done a podcast by myself, and it it's not good. It is difficult sometimes. You go when you're watching a show and you're trying. Hey, what do you think? And you're like, "Who the fuck am I talking to?" No, it's it's talking awkward when you're like, "Oh, big right hand there." <laughs> oh, trick slam. Oh, wow! Like when you're by yourself doing a companion and there's no one to bounce mm. off, it's definitely awkward. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yes, definitely. Well, with that being said about companion, this actually is our TBK wrestlemania special it's the once Mm. a year episode where we alan and i both choose a match each from a wrestlemania and we do a watch along to that we're going to be covering two matches uh from some great eras i would say again i've touched on it in the past my favorite five years in pro wrestling is 1998 to 2003 and the two matches that we will be covering are from those eras The first one, we're traveling into the year 2000, and the second one, we're traveling to the year 2003. But before we actually hit play or announce what those actual matches are, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's up, everybody? I am the patron state of podcasting, the warden, Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, you heard that right. And I'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. Me and my co-host, Vince Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Leads Showcase do a weekly recap where we cover Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage. We are on Pornhub, YouTube, and every audio platform you could think of and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week we've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts so if you want to have fun take your pants off put in your headphones pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device relax and just have a good time catch up on the week in wrestling in our own unique way come check us out you guys can find me at matt ritter that is at m-a-t-t-r-i-d-d-e-r on Twitter only. There you will get Linktree slash Smack and Raw. That'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as Pornhub. You guys can also check out Linktree slash Creation World, and that will get you the YouTube, the merchandise, and the Pornhub, as well as other great podcasts from Creation World, which is the banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. If you want to get everything in one shot, go to creationworld.com. There you'll find Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow if you're a fan of DC 
CW superhero stuff. If you want to check out the Smack and Raw podcast, if you want to check out our other show, Return to Wrestling, where me and my co-host Travis go back in time and he forces me to sit down and watch old WCW Nitros and pay-per-views and I have to suffer through Hulk Hogan repeatedly. If that sounds like something that you think is fun, come check that out as well. We also have a YouTube-only show hosted by Vince called Spitter Swallow that you can find on our YouTube. We've got so much content for you. Dungeons After Dark as well. That episode two is coming. It is our most viewed episode on Pornhub. So if any of this sounds appealing to you, I can't wait to have you guys come follow us, listen to us, and interact with all of you. Like I said, take your pants off, pull up, get comfortable, and let's have a good time. All right, guys, we are back, and I just actually forgot one thing I didn't say at the start. I actually want to give a shout-out to the Shining Wizards Wrestling Network, uh, who've given us the opportunity to not only link up with them, but also share uh, lots of great ideas. There's some a wealth of knowledge from so many podcasts that I've actually had a few emails with even today talking about, you know, was it Riverside and different streaming services and how to edit. So what I love, it's a community that's supporting everybody. It isn't competition. It's about building each other up, which is a great thing. So again, shout out to the, to the boys uh, from the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. And I believe it's now time for our first match, Al. Would you like me to announce it? Yes, as you do that, I'm going to do a bit of housekeeping right here, guys. I know you like to do a bit of promotions towards the end, but your boy right here is feeling a bit peckish, and he needs to get uh, he needs to get his rogue energy on right now, right here, ladies and gentlemen. I am holding in my hot little hands right here, guys, a rogue energy grape popsicle in my hand yes i am on this stuff right now this is some of the stuff that i do take not every day but every maybe second day maybe every third day to help me with my gaming so basically it's 175 mng of caffeine it's also five calories it's getting guess how much sugar is in this tom oh I have no idea with measurements because I've got a can of energy drink and there's probably more in this can than probably that whole thing that you've got. Zero. You what? are looking at the zero, it is zero sugar right here. It is going to be keep me, it's going to give me the energy, it's going to give me the focus, and it's going to give me the endurance. So let's open this bad boy up. We're actually doing this live on the show here, guys. And I'm going to get the, take the lid off. I'm going to get the little scoopy whoopy. How many do you, do you think I should go, Tom? One or two what, what cup are you going into? Show me your cup. This big son of a gun. I would do two. It's with water. I would say two cups or two scoops. All right. Two scoops. Here we go. We got one. I was going to say two scoops. I ain't driving. It's a shout out to the home alone, guys. So, yeah. Well done. Yes, my nerd was showing just a little bit. Yeah. Let's put a little bit of extra in there, guys. There we go. I'm going to put the lid back on and I'm going to get my other lid, which is over here, or my little fancy dancy drink. I'm going to do it away from the mic because the thing, these new mics we've been using, Tom, what do you think of them? Oh, I'm happy with it. I think, you know, we, it's all a test, guys. We, we evolve as a podcast goes. This is season seven and we evolve. So I'm happy for trying something new. And I think with you doing the shaker, I'll just name drop where people can check out Rogue Energy. If you go to their Twitter, it's at the Rogue Energy, which is T H E R O G U E E E N E R G Y. Uh, we've been a member of them for ooh, quite a long time as an affiliate. 
And if you use the promotional code, I believe it's 2702, you can get yourself some percentages off a purchase. And that includes their shaker cups, also the boxes Alan had there, or their containers. So check him out at rogueenergy.com, or you can just check him out on Twitter at the Rogue Energy on Twitter. Cheers. Cheers, mate. All right. Oh. Let's get this ball a moving, eh? Let's do it. The match that we are watching, guys, is a personal favourite of mine, and I'm talking about WrestleMania 2000, the triangle ladder match, the very first ever tag team triangle ladder match at WrestleMania as the Dudley Boys defend the WWF Tag Team Championship against Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys. Common cell. Classic. This is an instant classic. This is when I, I I have a fond memory of wrestling right here, especially in the year two thousand. I was watching a lot of wrestling at this time, and I am vastly looking forward to watching this match right now. I have not watched in a long time, but we are seeing people from twenty three years ago. And I believe there's a handful of them still going today. We know that Christian is still going. Well, maybe. I think he got buried the other week. Um, we know that Edge is still going, and he's probably taking on a demon in the giant cage match very soon. Uh, Devon and Bubba. Diva's not doing much. Bubba's still talking smack online and also on his TV, on, on, sorry, on his program. Uh, and we've also got Matt and Jeff Hardy. Wherever Jeff is, I hope he's well. I don't know what's going on with him. And Matt Hardy, I don't know what's... Hopefully he's still doing the good stuff that he's doing in AEW. Yeah, it's crazy to think, yeah, as you said, 23 years ago. It actually didn't dawn on me then. I was like, oh, yeah, it was 23 years ago. And, what, I would have been 14 years old. You would have been nearly 16. So we were right in the heart Mm -hmm. of high school. And I -hmm. actually think we watched this maybe even the day after because I was actually having a chat with uh, Nick from the Universal Wrestling Podcast yesterday, and we're having a laugh that Mm. we in Australia never get to experience evening pay-per-views. You know, they're always happen at lunchtime for us, and we would have been at school when pay-per-views would Mm -hmm. have happened if they're on a Sunday, because it would have been 12 p.m. Monday for us. So we would usually DVR or record those shows and then watch them when we would get home. So I think Mm -hmm. we didn't watch this until late that Monday night, but it's an absolute classic. The main event I didn't really enjoy, which was, you know, Hunter, Big Show, you know, Mick Foley and Rock had that kind of turn ending there with Vince joining and we had the McMahon-Helmsy regime become stronger, but this definitely is a great matchup. And I think there was another match I think that you may have also enjoyed from this card. Do you recall what it is? No. What are you referring to? You're trying well, to get me into trouble again, are you? No, no. Just two things. that Anything with Bull Buchanan and the boss man you love, and anything to do with head cheese. So, yeah. Oh, was that with Chester McCheesington? Oh, see, you remember. See? Told you. Have we done this? I feel like we've done this WrestleMania. Have we done this in the archives? Nope. We've never watched it. Why the fuck do I feel like we've done this show before? You've probably Maybe done it with somebody what... else. No, no, no. Okay, no, we've, I'm we've, forward we've to never it. covered anything from this one. We've talked about it a lot. We've watched it growing up, but we've probably, mm. uh, yeah, it's something we have talked about wanting to do, but it's like a nearly four hour show. 
So we kind of thought, well, we'll keep, them, keep them a bit shorter. So, so you can actually watch the triangle ladder match. I think we're watching this on Daily Motion. It seems to be the place where we can actually watch a lot of these matches. You can also watch them on, uh, what could be what the WWE Network or Binge if you're in Australia. So, Alan, could you give us our countdown for this matchup? All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to play, play, press play with us in five, four, three, two. One. Yep, and I think this is actually Anaheim, California. Yes. Mm. So actually, originally, for my choice for this match, I actually wasn't going to choose this. Two other things stuck mm -hmm. out for me. I was mm -hmm. originally going to choose WrestleMania 21, because that had the inaugural Money in the Bank ladder match, the one where Edge Ooh. won. Or I was thinking Mania 23, which was the one when Kennedy won. But there was just so many spots in both of them. And then I was thinking of spots and I'm like, no, I have to do this one. Like how many spots are in just this match alone with tables and chairs and ladders? So this is it. I thought, yep, choosing uh, WrestleMania 2000. I just saw you turn your face up there. Was that to do with the ENC's hats that they were wearing to the ring? Or what was that about? Uh, Edge should bring that head, uh, the hat back. Oh, Jeff going <laughs> under the... Um, yeah, when he's got his match against uh, the demon uh, in the cage, he can uh, wear that bad boy. What, chuck on the big Matt, hat and put those big goggles he used to wear too? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Jeff Hardy, not once, not twice, but three times went under three ladders. I'm not superstitious, but... Um, JR's going, uh, sorry, Jerry Lewis, like, what idiot? You know, you're just like, yeah. And here comes the Look Dudley at Bubba, boys. though. Look at Bubba, just so focused. And he used to talk Tonight with that real southern die. accent, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that changed very quickly when he, um, when they were in the WWE. After they left ECW and then came over to the WWE, you know, because he had this the stuttering problem. And then that stopped because I think he'd like a chair shot from the acolytes, like knocked him looping and actually fixed it for him. Yeah, because I think he was still doing it at this time period. Because I think, I think at the rumble of that year when they took on the Hardys in that table match, he cut a promo at the start and he was stuttering as well. So, yep. Yeah. Here we go. One of the things I heard you didn't uh, mention too that Bubba Ray is actually going for the NWA Championship at the moment uh, in 2023. Comments on that one? Well, hey, if Ric Flair can claim to have a last match and nearly die not once, not twice, but three, maybe three to four times in one match, then and I can say that Bubba Ray Dudley is in a hell of a lot more better shape than Ric Flair um, than. Definitely, if he can do it, by all means, all the best, uh, Bubba, mm. and I hope you win it. I've always liked Bubba as a heel. I've yeah. always liked him as a speaker as well. He's very, very smart. Um, but I yes. just like—I don't like Tyrus being the champion. I just think that's a bit weird. Like you know, Brutus Clay versus Bubba Ray for the NWA title isn't something I would have seen in the next couple of years. But it is what it is. So it is what it is. Jeff's shirt's been he, torn um, up here. Look out. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was, oh, my God, that was fantastic. Yeah, that was um, Bubba Ray actually, like, ripping the actual mesh of the shirt. And then, oh, but nice bubble bomb there. Who's the Jeff, man? Jeff always sold it well, didn't he, those bubble bombs? Always sold it. 
Well, it looked painful. Like he he sold it like it was like a generally he was like like being dropped onto his lower coccyx of his spine, and it looked like generally it friggin' hurt. Mm. Jesus, look out! Oh, yeah, talking about what Christian? Christian. Eh? He's match with Jungle Boy. Did you watch it? I caught the ending. I actually didn't watch the actual uh, the actual visual. I, I'm talking about what I saw mm. was from uh, from Matthew's uh, Botchamania. I actually ah, saw that yep. bit because uh, they put the Mario music um, of him uh, Jungle Boy slamming the actual coffin um, in where Christian was, and then the sound of the pipe of him going down. So. Mm. <clears throat> Yeah, I haven't watched the latest uh, Botchamania. I'll probably check it out, actually. It is a hoot. It is very funny. Um, I enjoy um, Matthew's work. It's it's uh, it's good stuff. And to get another shout-out by him on uh, his uh, not most recent, it was about maybe a few days ago, uh, on his Twitch stream, he gave me a shout-out, which was kind of cool. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it was like, yeah. You know, Roscoe Bosco, how you doing, mate? I said, good. And I just wrote back in the chat. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm good. And he goes, good to hear. Jesus. Oh, but Devon did, didn't want that body slam. No, he did not. Ugh. Getting choked. Getting choked. He just did not Tell want that, that at all. <laughs> oh, dropping that. Dropping the elbow down like Macho Man Randy Savage. Look at the convulsing. There's yeah, just a cell, really bad spot coming very shortly for um I think it's coming Fantastic. up here for Bubba here. There's a when they do the ladder spot here it is. I think Jeff puts it down and then puts Bubba on it. And it's a mm. four fifty and Bubba moves. And I just remember watch Jeff's legs oh, in yes. this spot. His legs just fold. Here he goes. He jumps up the top and watch his legs just all get all tangled up here. Snap. <sighs> just snap. So good. That's a four fifty on an exposed ladder. <laughs> <laughs> this is something we we have never seen. You know, no. yes, we've seen the ladder matches. Yes, we saw you know um, Shawn Michaels and uh, Razor Ramon. You know those that fantastic match. Remember, it was the McMahon's ver- and versus Austin for the run mm. of the company. Um, oh my god, what a senton bomb! That that, like, that hurts was like you almost more than you hurt your was, opponent. Was that all neck for mm-hmm. Bubba then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All in the back face right there. The back face. <laughs> yeah, right in the back face. Look at this edge on top, mat underneath the ladder, and edge just falls down. Look at that. Ugh. Oh, Matt. Because the one that really innovated it was was the tag team one, when it was, um, what, the Terry Invitational Tournament, No Mercy 99. Yes, yes. Yeah, E and C against the Hardys. You know, each of them brought in a prospective weapon, being, you know, tables, ladders, and chairs, that really didn't become a big thing until SummerSlam that year, where the original TLC match happened when Mick Foley, who was the commissioner, announced that matchup at SummerSlam in August, which I'm actually thinking of being one of my SummerSlam picks uh, for this year. So we'll see how we Fantastic go. Fantastic choice. Mm. Fantastic choice. Another thing too that I also what I shared with you recently wasn't it uh, Bubba's title win in TNA when he won the world championship. Yes, that was cool. Mm. That was very cool. Because we've touched on it before, but we never actually have actually watched it. It was a great matchup with uh, what Bubba and Jeff Hardy locked down 
I think it was 2013 with the whole, uh, what, aces and eights and great concept. Yes. Mm. I have a question for you right there. Did your uh, video actually just freeze a little bit every time they went for a headshot? Yeah. On the ladder? Yes. Fantastic. We are definitely watching a uh, a copy from the... Uh, um, um, uh, from the network here, this is when they went back and edited the uh, most of the um, uh, some of the headshots. They were clearly uh, yeah, not showing not the blunt trauma from Jeez. the chair shots. Yep, that was a flapjack. <laughs> if if you you're gonna take this, if you like it or not, double drop kick, very cool. Yeah, one of my favorites that we've also right covered on this show, guys, was um the Raw Roulette. That Raw Roulette TLC is my favorite match of all time. Yes. You know, Kane single-handedly, you know, retains the tag titles against, what, Jericho and Christian, Van Dam and Hardy, and I think it's Spike and Bubba, I think. Just an absolute so all war. All the gentlemen here. Yeah. The gentlemen that we see in this match here were in that match that night. Um, oh, look oh, at that. Sphere. Beautiful. And we will see that forever in video clips, mm. talking about the you know, just purely talking about ladder matches and the tag team division and Edge's career, Matt and Jeff's career, even that spot right there, fantastic. Well, I I remember three times of that happening. This match was the first time I remember. There might have been one in the No Mercy one, but I remember Mania 17 when he's hanging that we covered, when he actually literally dove across the ring. But there was also one on a Raw show where he did it even higher almost for the yes. tag belts. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Like a Razor's Edge. In the Matt. Razor's Edge. Yep. Razor's Edge from uh, Wally Coyote Cam. God, he just missed that ladder, didn't he? Edge. <laughs> That was kind of cool to watch, actually, to see Matt Hardy hit a, um, like, definitely a shout-out to an, an homage mm. to Razor Ramon right there. Because I would imagine the, these two kids would, would have been watching that, like, jumping up and down back in the day, watching that type of match, and going, one day I'm going to do that type of stuff. Oh, God. I'm just thinking, too, we actually covered that match between Sean and uh, Razor from Mania 10. We did it for our Scott Hall tribute last year. Yeah, we did. It was mm. a it was a good one. Oh crap! Look at this. Watch this. Here come punch in the butt, right <laughs> in the cheek. <laughs> punch in the bum. Yep, right in the right in the bum and cheek, right there, guys. Oh shit! Here he goes. Look at this. Christian has no idea. Bubba does the full Nelson hook, I think, or is it a cutter? I think it's yep. a cutter. Here we go. Bubba Look cutter. at this. Oh, from I almost the top. I hear voices in my head. Wow. Jesus. And look at the they cell, too. They talk to me. They talk sake. That's one guy I'll say I'm missing. I'm missing Randy Orton, actually. Yes. Um, he's just off being... He's doing the, the um, John Cena type of thing now. You know, he's sitting at home and getting paid and... You know, mm. looking after his family, being a dad, being a family man. So, well, oh, I think he suffered a big cutter. injury or something as well. And it's preventing him from coming back. It's probably that nagging um, shoulder injury that mm. he's, you know, he's never really sort of properly healed. It's like his um, father back in the day, the um, the wrist, the, the, oh, wow. The splash and the that leg That was drop crazy. Onto Bubba. That. 
Yeah, so basically, yeah, oh, he's got that shit. nagging Did injury. Did you see that? Yes, I did. That he was just cool. flew, like, just flew through the middle rope. Sorry for interrupting. Mm-hmm. You were saying about Bob Orton, I think. Yeah, Bob Orton's arm um, never mm-hmm. really healed properly, so, well, I think that might have been the gimmick that he was claiming, I've got a broken arm. And you're like, no. That, that was cast, like with D'Lo, like, like D'Lo always having the vest as well. I need it. I need my chest protection because of, what, Dan Seven. Yeah, he ripped my pecs off. Mm. He tore the bone. Oh, look at this. He effed me up bad. Double suplex. Bang! Oh, center of the ring. Convulsing, convulsing, convulsing. See, oh, that makes geez. me think of the spot that I was thinking, though, as I was originally another choice I had was the tier, oh no, the uh, Money in the Bank from Mania where Ric Flair got suplexed by Matt Hardy. That's a crazy spot. Um, but yeah, yeah Ric Flair. Go, why is Ric Flair in a Money in the Bank matchup? Uh, Fit Finley the same, too. Mm. Well, I, I, I mean, again, he's a great, uh, fantastic wrestler. But just to see Fit Finley go, yeah, I'll, I'll be in as well, too. There's two old dudes from WCW. Yeah, we'll, we'll come and do the ladder match. Oh, crazy. Yeah, cause, and then Flair goes back. He goes to the back and then comes back. And he's like, yeah, I'm back. And he's like, hey, look out. Oh, look at this. Oh, what? Couple of brothers standing up on the ladder. And then, oh, oh my God. Oh. It's like a double bulldog. And then oh. Oh, Rush, he just missed that bottom rope there, Matt. Russian mm-hmm. leg sweep. Here's Jimmy Corderas chatting to him. Yeah, a lot of um, grabbing the hand of each wrestler. Mm. It's getting the squeeze back. That's always a, a big thing. Bubba just did a whole 360 walk, then he walked right from that far he corner did. all the way around to come back in. Yeah, he, he, went, he was in video game mode right there. Hmm. Wham! Faced it. Well, I watched a doco a couple of months ago, or it might have been even on uh, Busted Open, where he talked about the Mania 17 match and how much work went into that, like the spot calling, trying to make it different than every other match, like sitting down with Rhino, sitting down with Lita, sitting down with Spike, like everyone that appeared in that match, let's tell a story, but let's do spots that we've never done before. So to think this is the yep. one that really started it, each one, the level got higher and higher with each TLC. Yep, that's right. Oh, shit. Look how high Christian is in Matt. Oh, Christian and Jeff, I think it is on that far one to the oh, left. God. Oh, God. And, and oh. They, they just get thrown onto the concrete. There's nothing Jeff there. flipped, yeah. too. This is great. Boom. Oh, stereo on the Ryan top, the And look at the crowd. They are absolutely loving it. This is pure mm. entertainment. And look at just them all. looking like there's no table up. yet. Yeah. No table spot. Yeah. yeah, we do get tables in this, don't we? I believe yeah. so, yeah. Jeff's selling yes. that wrist there. I reckon he almost broke his hand. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. He's got that very far away look in his eye here, Bubba. Mm. I think. And people are just like, yes. I love that sign. Pop- the uh, Dudleyville population 10. Yeah, that's right. Oh, oh look God, out, Christian, Christian get out of there. <laughs> Just Sandwich. squish, squishes him in. Ugh. Oh, God. So, you, yeah, that's all right. We forget that. Um, 3D! Look at oh. that. I love, I just love the 3D. Like that and FTR's one. What is it called? The, um... 
the sh like the Future soul shot. shatter or something or something like that yeah i love them just such an awesome like I, <laughs> what was the one that that tag team used to do in the uh, i think it was the beverly brothers they used to do one where they would lift the person up and then grab them in the air and pull them down on their head i'm like that's not a that's a murder that's not a finishing move that's a potential attempted murder there well, look out. Bubba Ray just looking, <laughs> just staring a hole into JR. Oh, and yeah, we, yeah. Uh, was that Michael Clark Duncan? We that covered was Michael that. Clark Duncan. Yeah, we covered that raw when Bubba and JR had their big argument at the commentary table. Say it again. Say mm -hmm. it again. <laughs> just calm yourself. Just calm yourself. And then Jerry's like behind him, pushing him towards him. Mm. I like, tell him, JR. Go on, tell him. You got Duncan losing it down the front row there. Yes. He passed away, hasn't he, that fella? Yeah, he passed away about um, maybe mm. a bit, oh, maybe 15 odd years ago. Yeah. Not long for this world, sadly. Never actually watched The Green Mile. Heard of it, but never actually watched it. No. Wow. Mm. I love King Tom Classic. Hanks. He's one of my favorite actors, and I've never actually watched uh, yeah, The Green Mile. When you get a moment, watch it. It's a really, really good mm. movie. Um, very long, but the... Um, it, the storytelling is fantastic. Um, mm. It's in the South, so it's some parts can be very uncomfortable with mainly because the the main character of you know that Michael Clark Duncan is playing is a a, a, a black man with an ID, you know, mm. intellectual disability, um, living living in the South of America during the uh, during the thirties. So, you know, black phones uh, were not treated very respectfully uh, no. during that time. and um, Oh, it took years. It took almost yeah. like 40, yeah. 50 years as well. Yeah. But it just shows that the uh, the casting they do for this movie is fantastic. Mm. And the, yeah, I'm not going to say any more, but yeah, just the ending is just um, something. Mm. I'm, I think I'm aware of what happened, but yeah, no, I want to check it out though. I've always it's always appears in like critically acclaimed in those lists on like Apple iTunes or you know Prime and stuff like that. That thing is rocking that table ladder structure. Mm. It's a shame you can't do. I, I don't know. I can't remember if you could do this in any of the other games back in the day. You could any in. The, I think it was in. either. I think it was just Bring It or even SmackDown Two. I think you could put two ladders and a table together, or a table on top of a table. Wow. I know you could do. Yeah. Because I remember I used to always try yeah. and do two tables outside and then powerbomb somebody from outside, inside the ring, outside the ring. He just piffs the top of that. <laughs> it pushes um, the Spanish announced uh, team away. Gives um, Hugo a, a bit of a shove, he did, too. Hang on. Testify there. Misses, Mi the misses the headbutt. Bubba's like, all right, I've still got Matt. Listen Look at this. this. Watch, watch it this. blow up. Oh, onto the concrete. Good lord! Just blows it up. And the crowd's loving. The crowd is mm. eating this up. And they were heels too. Like the Dudley Boys were the heels in this matchup. Uh, mm -hmm. A, A, E, and C definitely the heels. And or you could almost say the Dudleys are no, almost they neutral, weren't... wouldn't they? No, no. E and C weren't uh, heels yet. This yeah, is they were. after the, the night out. No, no, no. The night after this, this is when they became the piece of shit. They mm. started doing the five second. Um, so basically, yeah, it, 
the Dudley boys here are heels. Yeah. Man, Jeff, uh, the faces and E and C are just at this time. They're, they're, they're starting to sort of veer off mm. being the, uh, they were kind of wacky and goofy and just making, you know, cracking jokes and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it was just, uh, the five second pose was soon to come mm. after they won the tag titles. Did you see that? Watch Jeff. Yoit. He just, just ate that ladder. Yep, he ate it. <laughs> How did it taste? Bit middly. Bit middly. Got a bit of metal in my teeth. Look at the size of this. Okay, yeah, I didn't actually think about it as you just gave that, you know, great uh, explanation there. I didn't think about ENC really being uh, the neutral. I thought they were the guaranteed heel. So, nope, mm. nope. Later on in the year, at um, at SummerSlam, they were bona fide heels. They were trying every match they had. They were trying to get out of it. Mm. You know, what Christian was always sick or, you know, someone's family, someone in the family died or, you know, and they were always trying to get out of getting in, you know, um, putting their tag team titles on the line. Mm. So that's one thing I fondly remember when um, Commissioner Foldy was doing the job and doing his thing and it was always good for a laugh. Well, I think they end up partnering with Kurt, I think, within the next two months as well. They had the whole Kurt Angle partnership and, what was it, Team Eck. Team Eck, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think the, how much, I think they were at least like nine, to almost ten time tag champs for ENC. Mm-hmm. And I think it was really this year, it was a lot of winning it, dropping it, winning it, dropping it against all three of these teams. That's just nasty. The uh... Did your one just do it again, yeah, the little pause? Yeah, it- yeah, yeah, the double freeze. Mm. Jeff Hardy takes off his shirt. He, he's going somewhere. Yeah, it's just... Um, yeah, it definitely shows at this time when they were they readjusted some of the stuff they were putting on the network. Mm. It was like, we can't show headshots. No. We're showing trauma to the brain. And Bubba Ray getting it not once but twice with the, with the ring bell. Look at how high he is up here. Look at the camera work Jeff, too. Yeet. Ah, oh, good girl. Unfreaking believable. And I think I read somewhere and after this that he actually uh, he almost broke one or both his feet almost, like the heels, because they landed flat down mm-hmm. on concrete. Because that's not a padded that's floor concrete. of like a wrestling no, it's ring. Not. Yeah. Ugh. Because you I think, what's the, the impact? Like, his legs have no movement. His leg is just ground. Like, his torso and neck hit Bubba, but his feet hit nothing but surface. Yeah, I'm just wondering myself, who was the booker at this time? Was it Michael Hayes? Because he, he oh, loved probably. these boys going out and doing mm. their crazy shit. And uh, I think there is a story one time that um, he's there, there was like a balcony and he wanted Jeff and Matt to jump off it or something. And then um, Hunter s- stepped in and said, "All right, Michael, you do it first. You do it." <laughs> and then it, he, um, it, Michael, looked at Hunter and said, "All right, maybe well, I don't do that spot. I don't like that. Maybe it's a, we'll do something different then." She twist of fate, bang. God, he sold that well too. <laughs> yeah, because I think Devon he works for WWE. He's a producer and also an agent. Okay. I know when. Jeff was there before the last stint with AEW. He was actually the handler of Jeff. Um, 
And that, but I think oh, it, okay. it just didn't end up working out, and that's when Jeff got released. But he was one of the handlers they put Dave on with uh, with Jeff to be his main point of call. Yeah, that's right. Because the last time we saw Jeff, I think I remember hearing Jeff. This is fantastic. This spot here. Mm. I just we'll come back to it. Um, just watch Matt. But he even touches the belts too. Like he just he touches them and then flips. Ah, look at that, that look table. That exploded. Explosion. An explosion of wood. And here we go here. That table blew up into four separate pieces on that impact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. ANC, your new tag team champions. Yeah, and, uh, it's been the back, first of Jeff. many championship reigns. Yes. And I think last time we saw Jeffrey was in AEW, didn't, he? didn't mm. we? And then he sort of went off and did his own thing. Yeah, he had a couple of matches there, a couple with Matt, a couple against Derby, and then it's like it just didn't work out. And they've said, look, you get yourself on the straight and narrow, maybe we bring you back, but it's almost like he was becoming a liability. And I think it's best mm. just to remove yourself, go through some treatment, go through some healing, and then when you're ready... Splat! Make you come. Look at that. That's like five pieces of table. Watch it blow up from the, from the crazy camp. Here we go. Yeet. Look at so that. Good. That is so fucking good. <laughs> and it's ah, a massive awesome. round of applause to these gentlemen right here that 23 years later, some of them are still going. Mm. And some of them understandably had to retire because, again, your body just can't take this type of madness. And good on them. Good on them. Because I see this type of shit. I even get, I, I walk up a ladder at home and I get to, I get the wobbly legs and I go, yeah, no, I'm good. No, thank you. I choose I thought, you, I thought you were going to say, I just get tempted to do a swanton, but, you know, I just pull out last Fuck minute. that noise. <laughs> no. Why do I want to do that? Oh, my God. All right, guys, before we move on to our next match, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. And I know what you're thinking. Ugh, another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans beat up on WWE and AEW? Tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days. Enough! I'm just as sick of it as you are. And that's why I created the Apron Bump. The Apron Bump is about the journey, it's about nostalgia, it's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. It's about making wrestling fun again. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, tying together over six different promotions spanning four different decades. And everything is chronologically in a timeline to really allow myself and all you listeners to live through these eras while having a good time doing it. Whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW, we even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday, or as some may say, Bump Day, Uh huh? Yeah? Go to ApronBump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. 
Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Alright guys, we are back, and it's now time for match number two. Alan, would you like to introduce it? Guys, we are going back to 2003, and we are now doing Vince McMahon versus Hulk Hogan in a street fight. I fondly remember this match as a WrestleMania classic purely because myself, Tom, and a few other people, very close friends, and brother Nathan went to the the theaters and we watched wrestlemania here we watched this wrestlemania and it was fantastic this was a good for all of us coming together and actually watching wrestling on a big screen it was a first time experience of actually uh doing it and then going my god this is i would love to watch wrestling like this all the time Mm. so yes we uh it's vince mcmahon versus hulk hogan in a street fight no, it's a good one. Again, no, as you said, street, sorry, no yep. holds barred. I think it is no street fight. Yep, it's not saying? street fight like boss man else. No street fight, but it's a uh, an actual in ring street fight. Yeah. Yes, with all the gaga. I would have liked with a barbed all... wire exploding matchup, but you know, I can't, that, that's Vince just me Vin- being choosy. So, Vince McMahon and Terry Bollea in a exploding barbed wire match, right? At WrestleMania. With stickles it, and piranhas. Sickles or stickles? Sickles. Like, oh, sickles. Like, uh, what is it? Big Time Japan. Yeah, yeah. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Sickle. Yeah, sure. No, there's no need for that. Fine. I'll just take a street fight. <laughs> Good. All right, Let's Al. Give us, our, uh, give us our countdown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to press play with us. If you are watching this on Binge, we are at the... 2 hour 10.35 mark. Uh, if you're watching this on the network, we're pretty much in exactly the same place. And if you're watching this on Daily Motion as well too, click on and watch this with us because this is going to be fun. Okay, let's watch this in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It is 20 years. Bring this at, on. Look at Vince, mate. Oh, just jacked up. He's got muscles on top of places we don't even have muscles. This is actually quite a um, uh, interesting uh, feud. So a tale of the tape. This is. Hmm. Well, it's a good question though. Is like who made WrestleMania? Was it Hulk Hogan, or was it Vince McMahon? Let's debate it. Who do you reckon? They both need each other. Mm. one was the brains one was the brawn and McMahon is saying right there I created Hulkamania yes you did but you were the brains behind the behind the operation you threw him out to the crowd and every night you know he wrestled you know Hogan had to pose win lose or draw Hogan had to pose 
Mm. And McMahon would talk him up so much about him. Like, here he comes, ladies and gentlemen, Hulk Hogan. And then then actually showing this type of footage of him jumping to WCW and then the trial. It was, I didn't think they were actually going to show this, but it was like, damn, they're actually showing this. This is actually quite an interesting Yeah, they're uh, they're definitely blurring between fantasy and reality like from a scripted storyline to now hey remember when there were steroids and i was accused of this and you trialed against me which was also covered by uh was it dark side of the ring i think last season actually did the steroid trials as well yes they did which makes me laugh when you see vince with the neck brace because it what the rumor was that his lawyer told him to wear a neck brace through the uh the trial to get some sympathy from the jury yeah yeah, I, I I heard that. I think it was like a legit accident that he happened. He was on a jet ski, uh, not to the extreme of um, Brutus the Beefcake, um, mm. Bruce Beefcake, where he actually had an actual uh, boat hit him in the face, <laughs> or a man hit him in the face, and legit shattered his face. It was just nothing but goo. But um. Yeah, I think McMahon was actually legit hurt. I, I think that was like the some story thing that went around. But there was also something about that where he supposedly took the neck brace off and said, oh yeah, I'll give it back to my lawyer. Like he took it off with ease. Like those last few days, like he didn't need it. I find funny something you just said funny then, where you said British the mm-hmm. Beefcake got hit. And I'm not laughing at him being hurt. But it's funny that he got hurt in the ocean and he would end up becoming the shark in WCW. No, he became the Zodiac. Well, which was the shark thing, though. He did the shark thing, didn't he? No, no, he didn't. That was John Tenter. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Know your law, Tom. Know your um, Dungeon of Doom law. Well, I wasn't watching 95. I was watching 98. You, you could always go back and educate yourself, Tom. I love that shit. I love the Dungeon of Doom stuff. That was, uh, like... Uh, it was Eric Bischoff's sort of take on Mortal Kombat, you know, the the lore of Mortal Kombat, not like with Glacier, uh, Glacier and uh, other, was it Ernest the Cat Miller? They was with the guys fighting, but the stuff in the back mm. with, you know, Hogan going going into the Dungeon of Doom and going to, and touching the water. That's not art! You know, just, I don't know why that's so damn funny, <laughs> but when I think of it, but Hogan going, Touching the water. That's not hard. Scared well, we, uh, him. He was frightened. Didn't we, didn't we cover Halloween Havoc 95? And just in that video package, I'm so confused because it's like Hogan walking through the realm and then there's a tree that they come out of the tree. And then you've got Kevin Sullivan dressed up as an old lady when they shaved his beard mm-hmm. off. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this isn't the NWO Hogan that I remember. Like, I went and watched 95 after the NWO. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what's Hogan doing back here with this type of stuff? Yeah. Hogan was just making movies. Hogan mm. was having fun. This is, uh, we're actually watching this too, guys, but as Hogan's coming down to the ring, um, they've taken the Jimi Hendrix, um, song, mm. um, Vince still sucks. And they, yeah, ripped they it uh, oh, I missed that. They've, they've taken the voodoo child lyrics out and they've voodoo got the generic, out, yeah. yeah, Jim Johnson version. Well, well, well. Yeah. You want to know, you want to know a great thing? See mm. that Hogan shirt? That singlet, I actually have one of those at this time. Hey, look at I remember. Ro- I remember rocking up to the theaters wearing a Hulk Hogan T-shirt, mm. and I remember that you, uh, out of all of us, were sitting at the theaters, 
and you were adamant that Vince McMahon was going to um, win. I, I still, I still think you will. <laughs> After all these years, it, it's interesting listening to the commentary team at this time here. It's uh, it's Taz and Michael Cole, mm. and I you, again because this is purely a SmackDown match that we yeah. are watching here. Um, but you think you would, you know, two big titans that these men are, Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Mm. You think you get someone on the horn, you know, you get like JR and King or Mean Gene and Bobby Heenan or some people like that. But, you know, we had Michael Cole and Taz. Yeah, because the match just before this was a Raw match, which was JR and King doing the commentary. I think it was Booker and Triple H. For the world heavyweight title, yeah, and even like Cole sounds like his voice is gone, as well. That's that's Michael Cole at every WrestleMania. I heard mm. that, that it's a drinking game. Um, that I think it's by the third, by the yeah, the last three matches. If Michael Cole has not lost his voice, mm. then you have to drink. Um, also, the night after the Raw after, if Michael Cole doesn't still has still has a voice, then you have to drink. <laughs> At least if he's very horsey, because he goes right into it. You know? Oh, he does, yeah. I mentioned at this time that both Taz and Michael Cole are very happy that Vince is in the ring and is not telling them what to say and do while on, on the headset. <laughs> and there we go, just a slap in the face of Hulk Hogan. It's like watching two buff dads fight here now. It does too, like out the front of the, yeah. the, the driveway. <laughs> yeah. You know, you told me you were going to return your power saw. I'll return to you another time. <laughs> and he takes off the his hat. The funniest I watched this uh, this little meme online. It was, it's like some road rate incident. So a dude's filming on his mobile phone. The fella comes up, yep. pounds on his window and goes, you know, come out of the car because I'm going to beat your dick into the dirt. And the guy filming <laughs> goes, that sounds a bit gay. And that guy goes, yeah. Uh, laughs and goes oh stuff this I'm out and just walks away like damn it you've wrecked it on me okay I'm going so yeah just, and the whole fight just doesn't even happen I'm going to beat your dick into the dirt <laughs> did you see the extremely tall gentleman in the fluoro yellow and green mm. grab a sign of somebody fold it up and then walk off screen down the bottom there isn't it or is it in that he bottom was further corner? up in the middle he mm. was in the middle yeah, I think this is because during this time they had a lot of signs were put up, but uh, there's probably some inappropriate things. Probably, yeah. And it's a face, it was yeah. facing the hard cam, or was it the other shot? Other it was hard cam. It was definitely mm. on the hard cam. Dude, some of the signs, we should just do an episode about signs and just try and like break down the people's idea about what how some of them mean. Like, you know, go Hogan. That's simple. But some of the other ones that we've even touched on on this show... What thasms people's mind to write some of their signs to be on the hard cam? Mm -hmm. Crazy. My some of my favourite things are um, uh, today that we're living in. I know previously I just spoke about botchamania, mm. but um, people the the geeks out there now are actually putting up their signs about video games and stuff like that. And you know how this game is better than this game, or this game is, has the same comparison to this game. Mm. Is fucking funny, and uh, a handful of people looking at it going, "What? What? What does that mean? Is that? Yeah. Is that meant to be funny?" And if you know that you know, and you have a bit of a giggle, I mean, it's a lot of that on SmackDown, a heap on um on AEW 
but it is always good for a laugh. And I'm so confused. I'm one of those people that don't know. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, it's some Japanese anime game that I've never heard of, and I'm like, I don't get the reference. Okay, back to the ring. Look at look at Vince here. It, this is in a street fight in an arm lock. Yeah, well, he got him with a clothesline with a couple of kicks couple to of the ribs, and now he's got him with a shoulder shots. lock. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, talking about Hogan, I was actually meant to show you a picture. I actually found your photo of you and Hogan on my phone. Um, it's actually in our uh, group chat on WhatsApp. I found the photo of you and Hulk Hogan shaking hands. It's a little quitting, like a little, what, couple of months old, isn't he, in that picture? Some was six, six months yeah. old, and um, I was in line for an hour, and mm. I got to meet the immortal Hulk Hogan. And then two days later, he came out, and he, and he said the N-word. Yeah. And he didn't like black people. Mm. And he's apologized about that, but it was just like, bruh, come on. Two days after I met him, he, um, all that crap came out. Mm. But he has such a following, though. Like, that's, he's one of those guys that does bad stuff, but has such a huge worldwide following. And it really comes back to this match. Is it because of Vince McMahon? Or did Hogan oh, yeah. bring it all on himself? Like, who who made WrestleMania? Would Hulkamania even be a thing? Look at him. Without Hulk Hogan. And uh, what, WrestleMania itself, so... I would now, imagine is, there's uh, a lot of people who This is very sorry. similar... Oh, sorry for interrupting. This is yeah, similar Savage. to uh, yeah, sorry. Warrior. Which, yeah, they, they didn't put the camera. They, mm. they made sure we do this on the side here. Yeah, the but Warrior Hogan wasn't the best yeah. angle for that one that we did. We did that for our oh, last, fantastic. Uh, our TBK WrestleMania special. Yeah. Yep. The That's greatest the one when right um, I didn't know that Warrior was so much shorter than Hogan. In my yeah. mind, I thought they were equal height. And then when they go face to face, you're like, what the? Warrior's actually Isn't... shorter? I'm like, what? War... When did that Warrior's happen? Warrior's just muscle. Warrior yeah. was just pure muscle. That was his thing. He wasn't a tall man, no. Hmm. Look at the, we've got the devil and we've got, and we've got the, the saint fighting each other right here, bashing off each other. Ooh, I wonder how old um, Vince was at this time. I'm going to have a look at this. How old was Vince McMahon back in this time? Probably 20 years ago, isn't it? Probably going on in his mid-60s, probably here, probably 60-odd. All right, let's have a look. It's weird to see Hogan in a spot like this where he's just being res- out-wrestled. <clears throat> well, Hogan and wrestling, uh, and Vince and wrestling. All right, how old do you think Vince McMahon was at this time? Uh, going on 60, 60-something. 60 at that time? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, he's old as hell. He's old as hell now with his mustache. <laughs> with his mustache. Do you know have how you old seen he that? Was- do you know how old he was at this time? What? He was 57. Yeah, he's going under 60. Don't be he's a shit with me like that. He's about three years. Don't give me that shit, man. Have with you seen mustache. him with the mustache lately? <laughs> yes, I have. Mm-hmm. I had nightmares. No, you don't. You jerk off to us for some fucking weird reason. What I do every day is my own business. Do not judge, Ellen. All right, how old do you think Hogan was? 60s. He's 69 now, so he was nah. 15, uh, 49 at this time period. Don't hurt yourself. So Vince has about 10 years on him then. Yeah, look at this, look at this. Oh, my God. He's jacked up, dude. 
And the other day, he, he flexes back, he flexes and he goes, Moose the <laughs> What's he doing though? He's like, oh, looking for a chair. He, this, listen to this sound here. Listen to this sound. Leveling up here, look out. Gah. Kicking the gut. Doesn't know how to sell it. Gets punched in the face. Oh, I better fall <laughs> down now. Well, here's a question for Who? you. What is your yes. favorite Vince McMahon match? This. This one? This here. This and also, too, let's focus on Hogan because we're going to go back to McMahon and he is going to get, he's going to do uh-huh. the bit of the sheery action. Oh, is he getting bladed, yeah. is he? Yep, yeah, right here. Un- oh. Another unprotected chair shot. They didn't see yeah, that on, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let's focus, do the faraway shot, focus on Hogan, and then he will start to shear. There he is down there doing it. Mm. This, and I would have to say his uh, cage match against um, Austin. Ah, yeah. St. Valentine's Day Massacre 99. Mm-hmm. Mm. And also, if you a bit of a laugh and you don't take it too serious, um, he teamed up with Shane. Uh, against um, Shawn Michaels and God. Yeah, that was a backlash, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. God had an entrance too, with the music playing and the light coming down <laughs> to the entrance ramp. And then they changed it to Ernest the Cat Miller's um, Funkadactyl song. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would yeah, say that, my that, ones would be yeah. uh, Triple H at Armageddon 99 was a great one. Fantastic. Uh, I would say against Taker, Survivor Series, 2003. That was a great one. And, and that would be the last time we out? saw um, the American Badass, wasn't it? He would go away yeah. then. Yeah, Kane the came out. Return and of the, the Dead Man. Mm. And I would say probably one more when he became ECW champion against Bobby Lashley with the help of Shane and Umaga. Umaga, yep. What, Durag Vince? Oh, my God. God, yep. That didn't even bounce. It just like pushed into the body. Vince is juicing pretty this bad here. He's juicing. He is. He, uh, oh. yes, he is. Look at the puddle on the ground right near the ref's leg. There's a puddle. Hang on, hang on. Watch this, watch this, watch this. This is a great shot right here. Oh, that's Hugo. Hugo. Is, that, is that Hugo? Hugo took a chair shot in this match. Unprotected as well. His hands would by his side. Mm-hmm. You imagine listening to this. Uh, uh, you know, oh, Ryan the dick. Ryan the, Ryan the thermos. Um, you're listening to the Spanish commentary to this, and next minute, the commentary, uh, so the the league commentator, just, Hugo takes a, cha- a fucking chair shot. How did he let go of the chair as well midway through it? Yeah. So you're saying, imagine being the Spanish audience going, where's he gone? You can't hear anyone talking. Holy shit! <laughs> now, Look at this. Oh, again, Jesus. Chair shot. Let's focus on Vince. Let's not focus on Hogan. This is what the people of AEW should learn, Tom. Oh, how when, dare you? Don't bring that up. Moxley's in a match. Let's show him shearing himself. It's okay. We got a ladder. it's okay, Tony. I'll still check you out on fight. It's all good. Don't worry about Alan. Booker of the year. My fat ass. 
Do you know what I saw come out today? Another part two of uh, comparing Tony Khan to the fella from the UWF. Another video has been made. Herb Abrams. Yeah. 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 I'm not sharing it. No. Oh, don't worry. I'll find it. It's just, it's it's uncanny, guys. I will say it's uncanny. There's so many similarities, though. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, at least with... Uh, oh, God. Did he just pull the ladder out? Yes, he pulled the ladder out, and he also threw um, the timekeeper, Austin's beer man, uh, he threw Hogan into him. So technically, we're, uh, what, past the halfway part of a TLC match. We've got tables uh, there, we've got a ladder use, and we've got chairs. We're about to get a table spot too. Don't for, don't forget that we do have a table spot coming up. Oh, shit, and look it's at this. friggin' ridiculous. Mm. It's not piranha, but you know, okay. Per- it's silly, just silly stuff. There's no. Oh my god! Monitor Jesus. to the head. Look at Vince. He's just gushing. <laughs> yeah. I think we talked on this show, like, the worst blade jobs. I definitely think Guerrero, which we did. Remember the Guerrero JBL, Judgment Day, where you just gushed everywhere. I don't Cena think that was a blade. Cena had... <laughs> just cut it I don't it think that was a blade. I hard think way. that was legit, the hard mm, way. We got, Look chair, at this, Hogan. Brutal. Sorry, look at this. Vince McMahon, age 57 here, climbing on top of a... Very top of a ladder. And calling out to the crowd... Watch him. Took a page out of Jeff That's Hardy's crazy. book here. 57, you said, eh? 57. <laughs> about to drop. Drop the leg. Drop the dime onto Hogan's neck. A top on top of the ladder. Leg drop. And the chi- and the crowd goes, holy shit. Holy shit. You did pretty well. Mm. Yeah. Here we go. Watch this. Watch this. Bang. That. Wasn't there a funny thing too? Wasn't it the WrestleMania that was COVID where he was, he jumped off that uh, padded, was it ramp or something to show the, one of the the hosts to say he wasn't comfortable jumping off yeah. the rampart. Yeah, Gronk. He said, I'll do it and I'll go and do it. See, see Vince what, in his seventies leaping off mm. <laughs> this massive thing onto a pad. Now watch these guys here. They're taking Hugo. Look, Hugo's got a blade. Hugo's got juice. They take him under the ladder. So, do you think he Dormit. actually? Do you think he bladed, or do you think it was legit? Oh, it's Hugo. So probably, yeah, he legit did it. Yeah. Oh, he had no way. He probably didn't find out until that ma- until someone called him onto the actual on the headset. Oh yeah, Hugo, you're taking a chair shot. Heads up. What? Wham. <laughs> or, or he wasn't even told at all. <laughs> Just you know, you're part of the show. What? We just, this is the first to, we just wanted to rib you, mate. Wow. It's good for it's good for laugh. It's good for uh, staff morale. <laughs> it's all about Another. surprises. Surprise in, surprises. Look at Vince's face. I jumped off a fucking ladder onto this man. Look at the eyes. That's all. The blood. Movie. Crimson mask. The villain. Mm. Villain. And just looking at there, what's uh, what Brian Hebner? Eh? He's got the Raffin' It Up podcast. I was I was about to say he, that uh, Brian Hebner is uh, 
Uh, now watch this. This is a fantastic spot right here. Mm, great camera work. Look at that. The placement's awesome. I remember. The, I remember the cinemas, and we were in laughing and going, "Holy shit!" Mm. We were laughing our asses off and going, "He just looks like a a, a, a comic book villain." Mm. He's so sinister looking. Like the eyes yeah. coming up. It reminds me of like the you know the Keith Lee spot, the camera work placement. I just love yes. that with Vince. It was so good. Run the dick. Jesus. Right in the grapefruits. Yeah, right. That was like all right forearm the, too. Right in the, the McMahon meat. What he used to say, giant gonads. Didn't he used to say that or something years later? Grapefruits. That's it. Yeah. I got these great big grapefruits. God damn it. Trish, look at them. And he was a genetic jackhammer. And he went on to, what is it, uh, Father Hornswoggle. So, hmm. Now watch this. Someone's coming into the ring now. Look at the crowd. Look at that. Look, so I, I remember going, what in the hell is going on here? And this was a surprise. No one knew about this in the back either too. No. I remember listening to a Pritchard show and he talked about this. They actually brought him in the back mm. and they were like, he kicks Vince in the ass. If you hear him a few times too, he actually calls um, McMahon Jr. Hmm. Because that was Vince's name back in the 80s here. When uh, Vince Sr. was still alive and sort of running the business. Because wasn't the first mania, it was what, Mr. T and Hogan against Piper and Orton. Wasn't that the first main mm -hmm. event, I think, from the first one, yeah. I just love how a fan in that front row's got a free jacket now. Yeah. Come on, Junior. Get up, Junior. Yeah, Come on, get out. He's pale. He spits on him. him. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's that's savage, right? Sorry, that's uh, really, really Piper. He, you know, he doesn't get much sun. Conk. Look at that. That was the biggest. Great shot, too. Double snot job. Kiss my ass. And he actually did swear there, too. Mm. And swears there, too. And I think it was and the he start would of return. a... I was going to say, it's the start of a short-term deal. It wasn't a big one. Nope. I think he went on to have a program with Sean O'Hare and that ended up doing something with Rikishi, I think, as well. But it wasn't long. But yeah, they... Um, because of Rikishi being part of the that Samoan dynasty mm. and with uh, Jimmy Snooker, you know, Rikishi was like, I'm coming to stand up for my family because you threw coconuts at, you know... He barely kicked out of that one there. I think like Hogan's had no pin attempts. I think Vince's had like five. That's classic uh, Hogan, a mm. uh, Hogan style. Everyone will try to keep him down. Uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, on the other hand, will do everything in his power to make the match end, you know finish quickly. It's the heel thing. Well, there's a question for you: favorite interpretation of Hulk Hogan? Which era? I which, love which character? I like this Hogan because this is the Hogan I remember. Mm. I didn't only oh, see a later referee gets tangled up in the. Oh my god! Yeah. Gets kicked in a few times. Now, Jesus, get the hell out! God damn! Brian's probably thinking I'm in trouble now. If I fuck that spot yeah, up, uh, <laughs> please, Uncle Herb, Uncle Herb, help me! Oh shit! He's calling for someone to come down. 
Yeah, so who'd you say? You like this Hogan. I like this Hogan because this is when he came back. It was a bit of fun. Um, I didn't watch Hogan. I wasn't watching WCW as much um, as I should have back in uh, the uh, when he was a heel. Because again, we didn't really get, we couldn't get it down here. We got it later on in, towards the end of uh, um, WCW in the early 2000s. Here we go here. Sonio Gornier. Look at the referee just pushing him. Yeah, he's a Hebner as well, that fellow. Mike Spark. Yeah. yeah, Mark Spark just got smacked. Jesus, what the hell? Hogan took another pipe to the face. I was going to say, I don't know if that was, but yeah, I think it was. Yeah. It was. He took another pipe shot. Hmm. McMahon with a ugly, ugly looking uh, leg drop. Now watch this. This is just stim moment right there. I remember just going, like, just hands in my palm now because I'm like, fuck, I know it's over. God damn it. I remember just looking at you and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Just screaming at this part. Mm. It was so good. It, it's just funny just how you watch the crowd, how exciting this can get everyone standing on their asses. And Well, there's really no one else that does this in modern wrestling that has this no. Hulk up type of thing, yeah. Yeah. You! The point. Mm. Telling him off and... The, one. Look at that. Just drops him with the first punch. Oh, the, <laughs> oh wait a minute. I would imagine. Selvin must be loving this moment. Whoop. Oh, eliminated from the Royal Rumble. Just goes right into the crowd. Double axe handle. Keeps no. Going. You're in trouble now, Junior. Shot. And another shot. Listen to the crowd, too. Mm. No, he... Off the ropes. Kick in the face. Oh, took that well. Build the crowd up. Look at everyone in the front. Everyone around mm. standing up. They're just loving this. And all those like guys in the front row who are older there would have been like little Hulkamaniacs all those years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at that. Not Drops one. It. Not two. <laughs> I want to take his head off with it. Three. Look at that guillotine. Here we go. One, two, three. Crazy. And the referee that got thrown over the top rope is now back and got the three. His his neck's all bent. His hands are snapped off, but he still counted that three. He's still doing the job. He's still doing the (laughs) zebra job. Fan fucking tastic match. Mm, Good pick, L. Yeah, um, yeah. I also fondly remember this too. Um, you sitting there with your hands and your eyes, and all of us, <laughs> while this is playing, with Voodoo Child is playing, we are screaming at you. And I remember it's like someone I think came up to you and pushed you in the head, and it was like, yeah. And I remember just like screaming in your face. You're like, get the fuck off, guys! Don't, don't. And you're like, so. And we're you, like, you kept saying Jim? to me, you kept saying, hey, Tom, who won? Who won? And I'm like, I just remember trying yep. to like, blur you out and ignore you. Like, no, Al, I'm not talking to you. Uh, yeah. Oh, because shit. there is another hour left of wrestling here. Um, Because I know it was the main event's Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. Hmm. But you imagine trying to follow this. I want to try. Um, I think, actually think up next was Rock and Austin. I think it yeah, was next. See, yeah. and, and this was 
and I didn't know at this time too. I think we've spoken about this, but this was um, Steve Austin's last match. Yeah. Until most recently, he's um, match with um, KO. Mm. Well, this story then, on the screen though wouldn't actually end. Like, what Mister no. America end up coming in? This is crazy. Game. Look at this. Mm. This is fantastic. Shane McMahon coming down. Well, it's almost like it was were they planting a seed for something? Like it never ended up becoming a Shane Hogan storyline. I know Mister America became the next big thing with it, but it's cool. I think it was. Just, I think it's just basically Shane's coming down. It's like, Dad, enough. Mm. It's time for us to go. It's time for you to yeah, help him out. We're also concerned after that leg drop spot that you're okay. So I've just come out to just to double check you're still breathing. I I find this very funny too when he takes the uh, the weight belt off. Mm. There is a, another um, promoter, well, not a promoter, another wrestler's son that took the belt. He took it the hard way. Mm-hmm. And that was in um, David Flair. Mm. And uh, come in, he, son, he, come he in. He got a lot of lashes. I think it was a nitro or something like that. Yeah, he yeah got that's what I'm shit. referring to. He yeah. got ripped to shit. He got whipped bad mm-hmm. and uh i don't think anybody had worded up hogan about and david about it or even richard about it mm-hmm. and uh there was a bit of a bad blood between hogan and uh and rick flair for a while after that look at that there you go you can have him now <laughs> that's your old man but don't we get the little don't we get the finger i think by vince here i think in a second there it is, there it is, as yeah, you speak, it as it there is right there. Now, do you, is that how you flip the bird? Because I don't flip it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I flip the bird. There was actually a thing, I remember Conrad and Bruce talking about that. They got a question, like, why does Vince yeah. do that with the bird and what's his name? I think Richard's like, I can't answer it. I don't know. I don't know why he does it. It's his own way. And that's it. There we go. There we go. We can do, we can do, uh, we can do rock Stone Cold if you want, but yeah, we might finish up, eh? <laughs> we will do that maybe in the future if we decide to do a um, a Hulk Hogan, sorry, a, a Steve Austin episode or a, or a mm. Rock episode. Definitely for sure. Uh, any closing comments before we finish up? Well, one of my favourite matches of all time, just having, um, you know, two polarising um, wrestling, well, when you say wrestlers, you don't really think of Vince McMahon, Hulk Hogan. I don't think much of any of those dudes know. You know, I mean, Hogan went to wrestling school. Vince went to wrestling school. He went he's fought against his father's wishes, but it's still a great match to watch. And just if you know your lore about Hogan and McMahon and what happened, you know, in the eighty towards the early nineties, and when he left and went to WCW and he sued the WWE and as we saw in the opening package just before the match. but And then if you know your lore about Roddy Piper coming into this match and, you know, uh, you think, oh, yeah, he's going to help um, Hogan because they're best of buds. No, they're not. Hogan, uh, sorry, um, uh, Roddy was, he beat it. He walked to the beat of his own drum. So to see him kick Junior in the ass as he kept calling Vince and then bang, hitting hitting him, uh, Hogan in the head with the pipe. That was a massive surprise too. So a very cool match. Uh, l- I'm very fond of that. Mm, 
No, that's awesome. And I think as you touched on, and I think we've even talked off the mic, you know, these these eras are the ones we loved. You know, the 98 to 2003, you know, this is the time where ruthless aggression would eventually become the big thing. And the Attitude Era was, you know, coming to an end for a new start. But yeah, great matches so far. Um, Just before we finish up, guys, we want to give a shout out to our final two wrestling podcast. Check these guys out. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with the analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee developed coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear developed blue-white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back and we at the tail end for our once a year TBK WrestleMania special. Any closing comments out before we finish up? I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, I vastly did. We're looking back at matches that you and I find um, extremely fun to watch, uh, especially the um, that ladders match against the, the Dudleys, the Hardys and uh, E&C. That was uh, just a classic. I remember watching that at a very young age and... Um, 
looking at that going, my God, look at these Titans. They're just, you know, all the craziness they're doing. Uh, and then a few years later, three years later, and I think myself being 19, I think you being 17. And, um, you know, for me at that time, school was coming towards the end. And we're, um, we're at the cinemas and we're watching wrestling. Uh, again, I've, I've spoken about this vastly so many times. But watching wrestling on a big screen, that was that was just tops for me. So both of those matches that we've covered for you today, I hope everyone is, enjoys. And where can people follow you, Al? You can see my little name right down there. Can you see it right there? I'm pointing at it. That's Alan Ross. 84 tbk that's me that is my twitter handle right there guys um also i've got another name you can find me on that's roscoe underscore bosco on different um on different types of it, my linkedin so you can find me on there so you can find me on right here on my twitter you can find me on my twitch channel which is ttv roscoe bosco 84 uh, that's also the same name as my epic name. So if you would like to add me, you don't have to, but it'd be kind of fun. Um, I do have a TikTok, and I've just been recently putting up some TikToks lately of uh, the comparison of what's going to happen at WrestleMania. You know, mm. what, what some of the predictions. So I'm having a bit of fun on that. And thank you again for uh, putting uh, retweeting that on the uh, on the TBK. Uh, Twitter as well too. That was good fun, and actually, it's remarkable how you've um, put that up, and mm. the views have gone up astronomically. So that it was, was, kind it of was fun just me watching actually... it on repeat. So no, actually, it wasn't because cause it, you, you're trying to be funny, and you know, no one's laughing. Um, <laughs> I am, but well, I actually got more people than I didn't even know that were viewing it. So there's clearly people have liked this that liked the tweet went and watched this and then it just progressively got out more and more and more and these people are just it's all it is basically me just a, a facial reaction shot of me what we we might see at wrestlemania well i'm just thinking too like talking about doing tiktoks you know your birthday's coming up in a few months i've actually put in an order for the tiktok ring that you can use and i also might get one here for myself and we'll do a duel what is it i love you to infinity we'll do a love double you to infinity we'll do a double Just video together so if that's what people want and maybe if you don't want it you're bloody getting it right yeah you're getting it right now mm -hmm. you're getting it too bad so sad well guys just before we finish up uh you can uh, follow us um directly also on twitter which is the broadcast that's t-h-e b-r-o-k-a-s-t also shout out to our sponsors as alan just showed you there the rogue energy container uh you would have heard the ad for our sponsors rogue energy clinch gaming player one coffee uh a range of different products check us out on our twitter for all those discount codes instagram is the broadcast t-h-e-b-r-o-k-a-s-t-p-o-d-c-a-s-t if you have a promo that has been featured like the other ones tonight and you want to have a regular run on our show please send us an email, broadcast2 at gmail.com. Always happy to support fellow wrestling podcasts and also all podcasts. If you like coffee, if you like wrestling, if you like gaming, anything like that, we're out there to support you guys. Uh, next month, we have some great content for the month of April. 
No spoilers in this episode, but we have had a couple of chats offline, and there's some pretty interesting matches that I'm pretty keen to actually watch. In regards to that, guys, again, check out our YouTube page, Twitter page. I'm also looking at getting a website for us in the coming weeks as well to put a lot of our uh, Riverside content on there as well. But as we say each and every episode, good morning, good evening. Wait, I stuffed it up. Try again. I think we just say uh, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Wait, did I stuff it up again? Ah, the I know. Good uh, night's my bit. That's your bit. Yeah, okay. So it's good yeah. morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Thanks for sticking around. Now we're going to go back and listen to a classic TBK moment. I've been watching lots of conspiracy theories recently, too, with my tin hat about how he was, uh, they reckon he was brainwashed mm-hmm. and um, someone was speaking through him he when was, he was doing talks and yeah, stuff. Someone was in his ear. Yeah, I got too many theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a reptile? Al? <laughs> you need to tell me. <laughs> we are ruling the world. Stop asking questions. Shut the fuck up and move on with your podcasting. Holy shit. Al. This old time my brother. This old time is a reptile. My brother was a reptilian. Oh. Hey guys, so what am I then? What am I then? Am I, am I a reptilian? Oh, Mum, so, Dad, are you reptilian? No, but your brother was a... No, but your brother Alan was adopted. Oh. We found him on the side of a road. Okay? In a spaceship. In a spaceship. And he was the one who became... The, he will become the, the leader of the New World Order. Oh.